This WebmasterRadio.fm program is made possible in part by the following. Today's forecast calls for 6 to 12 inches and temperatures will only be in the teens overnight, so bundle up and... Imagine, you're planning your end-of-year reports, planning for next year. What are you going to do to monetize more in 2011? We're going to have clear and sunny skies with a perfect day of weather for everyone coming to AFCON 2010. Warm up your marketing strategies this December in our winter oasis for affiliate marketers. AFCON 2010 Florida, December 8th through 10th at the Fairmont Turnberry Isle Resort in Aventura, Florida. Sign up now at AFCON2010.com. That's AFFCON2010.com. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Traffic. Leads. Money. Want to learn what it takes to drive truckloads of targeted traffic, convert the highest percentage of leads, and make the most money? Welcome to the Internet Marketing Radio Show that exposes the latest methods, systems, and strategies that actually work in today's online environment. Get the unbiased truth from real marketers, industry pioneers, and trendsetters. Traffic leads money. Now here's your host. Welcome to the show, everyone. This is Ken Walker, your host, and you are listening to Traffic Leads Money, where each week we discuss powerful strategies to generate traffic, convert that traffic into leads, and, of course, convert those leads into cashola. This week, I am joined by special guest Nick Osborne. Nick is the founder of webcontentcafe.com, where you can get web content ideas absolutely free. And Nick has been a copywriter for over 30 years, I believe. Is that right, Nick? That's right. Yeah, I think about uh, 33 now, 32 or 33. 33, that's crazy. Both offline and online, right? Yeah, yeah. I started, uh, I started offline uh, doing direct response, direct mail, and then uh, switched in uh, January 1998. And since then, I've just been working online. Fantastic. And he's been uh, working with... Some of the big boys creating copy for like Citibank, Apple, the New York Times, MSN, names like that. And he is also the author of NetWords, Creating High Impact Online Copy. Thank you so much for joining us, Nick, because I know you're going to have a lot to uh, add to our listeners. Well, I, I hope so. <laughs> okay. Um, now, you're doing something with content that is fairly unique to me and that you seem to have kind of a pretty strong focus on writing for the readership, right? As opposed to what a lot of people are doing with SEO, just focusing on optimizing for the search engines. Um, you know, what, what, where do you think about the way things are going with the kinds of content that we need to be putting on our website as far as, you know, writing? Like I was reading an article that you did on uh, optimizing for search engines or for social media, for example. Right. Right. Can you talk to us a little bit about what the difference is between those two different approaches? Sure. Well, let me just step back to what you said earlier about uh, people People often start writing from the point of view of the company or mm. their business. <laughs> you know, they, they say what they want the reader to read. 
Uh, and that's always been the traditional way. You know, when I was doing direct mail, we, you know, we pushed out the message, this is great, please buy now. Uh, the web has taught us that there are different ways of, of talking with people. Um, and, and that's probably the foundation of, of all the work I've done and, and, and my book, is, is that the web is not a traditional medium. It's not a, a one-way push from the publisher to the reader. And in fact, if anything, it's turning out to be the reverse of that. But certainly in terms of building traffic, you know, search engine optimization has been huge for well, nearly 10 years now. Um, and it's wonderful. I mean, it's been huge because it, it's such a win. Is you know, if you can, if you can write a page that is optimized for a keyword or phrase that has you know fairly high demand within search terms being used and relatively low supply, that is to say, there aren't too many other websites and pages competing with you. You know, you can if you do it right, you can get a ton of traffic to those pages, and it's free traffic. Um, and, th and that has made SEO, I mean, huge over the last decade. And what I was writing about in that article, what I alluded to, is that there is another huge player appearing in terms of generating, you know, reaching more people and generating traffic, and that is social media, uh, which started off maybe a little slowly. I mean, the idea of the social web has been there from the outset. Even before there were browsers, the, the web was a social place where people could connect with one another. But the kinds of tools we see out there now, you know, the Facebooks and the Twitters and the YouTubes, uh, sites like that make it so much easier for people to connect and share and talk and agree and disagree uh, that it's just exploded. You know, like, like Facebook now has, a, has over 500 million users. That makes it the equivalent of the third largest country in the world. Right. It's phenomenal. So this means that when you're optimizing pages on your website and, and you, know, you want traffic, you want to engage people, you want them to come there, you want them to like what you say, and hopefully to turn into a, a lead and ultimately a customer, um, you know, all of a sudden you should be looking very carefully at social media as being not a replacement for SEO, but as something else to look at. You know, if, if you write some content that becomes widely shared, you know, through Facebook or Twitter or Dig or, or StumbleUpon, um, you know, those shared, those sort of social bookmarking sites. Um, you know, you can, you, can, you can get something retweeted a thousand times, and you're going to get in front of 10 or 100,000 new people with that page. These are new people who, who may not have used Google for a week, and you may never have reached otherwise in any other way. And one of the so is it kind of a... Well, is it kind of a... A quality versus quantity thing? Well, the, the search engine game has, that, that's a big issue with search engines because lots of people have figured out that, you know, the, the, the Google bot can look at the text on the source code and, and figure out what a page is about. Mm -hmm. but it can't figure out whether a page is good or not. <laughs> yeah, right, right. And the result is that people game the search engines. They, you know, and there are huge companies doing this, you know, like associated content, demand media, pumping out tens of thousands of short, optimized pages a day. And the priority there is volume and search engine optimization and not quality. Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, there's a downside there, of course, is because if you have these pages and people come to your site and it's the first time they've been there, and if one of these low-quality pages is their entry point to your website, well, you're going to give them a pretty poor impression. 
Yeah, exactly. So the thing is, like, if you you write the article and you let's say you tweet about it, somebody on your list happens to check it out. They're going to come to it and they're going to be like, you know, blah. This is that's right. Uh, that's yeah. right. So so low quality content can do okay. It, it can get the search engine traffic, even though it does a low. You know, it doesn't give a very good impression when people get there. But low quality content never travels through social media because it's not worth sharing. Right, that's the right. question you ask yourself: Is this page worth sharing? So when I look at a website, you know, whether it's for someone else or, or one of my own, and I, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about a particular page, I ask myself, is, am I going to optimize this for the search engines or shall I optimize it for social media? And, and there are various things I look for. You know, if it's an evergreen pay topic, you know, if it's like how to strip paint off an old kitchen door, you know, that mm -hmm. information isn't going to change much over the next 10 years. I'll probably optimize that for the search engines, it's evergreen. The social media loves what's happening right now. I mean, we've seen that. You know, there are world events that are reported in Twitter before they even reach the homepage of CNN. Uh, you know, people love to say, hey, what's happening right now? So, so if I have a page that is very timely, it's about what's happening today or something that happened yesterday or something that's going to happen next week. If it's timely, I generally optimize that for social media because that's what mm. social media likes. Social media also likes quirky, weird stuff. You know, dog saves man by driving him to hospital, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. Any, yeah. Anything that's crazy and weird, again, gets huge traffic on social media. Okay. Um, but, of course, we can't all write weird, crazy things for our companies. But we can, you know, look for, okay, what can, what can we publish that is timely and interesting and likely to be shared? Because everyone, you know, like say if you're on Twitter, everyone on Twitter has an audience. You know, if you, if you put mm -hmm. something out on Twitter and just your Twitter, your followers um, read it, that's one thing. But if it's retweeted 10 times, 100 times, 500 times, then, you know, you're reaching, that, that's the beauty of it, you're reaching a whole new audience whenever you retweet or, if, you know, when... Same thing, not quite the same on Facebook. But again, there's the potential there, not only to reach your yeah, it's going to branch out your, fr right. your friends, but it brings you in contact with everyone else's. And, and this is, from a marketer's point of view, the most magical thing about social media. You know, something like if someone comes to my website through search, they're kind of alone. They went to Google, they searched a term or phrase, they arrived at my site, they either like it or they don't, and that's the end of it. So it's a one-on-one. -on -one. But if I get someone coming to a site page because I've tweeted it and they retweet it or they click the share on Facebook button or they put it up on StumbleUpon or Dig and other people like it and they retweet it or they, they vote it up in, in Dig, right. then, like I say, every level, every person has it. So, so that one person, you know, search engines bring me one person at a time. Mm -hmm. Social mm -hmm. media brings me the first person and then potentially... Because, like you're you're saying, if you if you write the content good enough that somebody on your list wants to retweet it, chances are somebody on their list is going to want to retweet it as well, and it's just right. going to kind of yeah, it's going to go out. That's right. Okay, listen, let's let, let's take a quick break, Nick. I am loving this discussion though. We're gonna we're talking with Nick Usborne, the content creation king, and uh, when we get back, we're gonna go ahead and talk a little bit more about content creation and optimization. 
Give your bank account a boost. More traffic, leads, money when we return. $250,000 in cash prizes and all year long revenue share is what you can win when you enter the 2010 Internet Marketing World Cup competition. All competitors are rigorously screened to ensure the best competition and the best possible results. Before you tell others how to make it work for them, prove that your system actually works. Build your reputation in the competition that puts your system to the test and proves you are the best of the best. Sign up at www.internetmarketingworldcup.com. That's www.internetmarketingworldcup.com. Registration ends soon, so put your system to the test today. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PPC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. CEO Coach, Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Culture and Business Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Time to drive more traffic, leads, money, Here's your host. All right. Welcome back to Traffic Leads Money. My guest today is Nick Usborne with WebContentCafe.com. You are like the grandfather of content creation, aren't you, Nick? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about that, but I've certainly been. I think the first website I wrote was back in 1995. uh, Is that right? Well, you know what? I have a a fond affection for uh, the offline copywriters. You know the uh, the mailers and stuff like that because I know right. that to to do that and do well in it, you know, you got to know what you're doing. Oh sure, it's a, it's certainly a craft. Let me. I want to ask you something about because uh, one of the things that I have people ask me a lot is I, like I talk to people about article writing a whole lot, right? Yeah. Um, what do you what do you have advice for somebody that says you know I suck at typing and I don't like writing? Well, I guess there are a couple of things. One is uh, try talking. You know, okay. I, 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 write, I write the way I talk. 
you know, if, if you read one of my articles or one of my pages out loud, it is generally the way it's, it'll sound as if I'm talking to you. Gotcha. And and that, that that comes naturally to me, but it's also it's also a very natural way to write for the web. That that kind of conversational, informal mm-hmm. way. Um, so would you say they should just uh, talk and record it and have somebody transcribe it or something or what? Well, they they, they can certainly try that, or they can uh, you know they can talk for a bit, uh, record it, transcribe it for themselves, and suddenly think, hey, you know that's that's what I sound like. I can write that and just just write in that in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think I think most of us can write. I think when we have trouble writing, it's because we have a problem with the topic of the page. Gotcha, we, haven't, gotcha. we haven't we haven't prepared, or maybe it overlaps too much with other stuff we've written. I mean, another point I'll make, and it was something that I was thinking about earlier, um, is that people on the web, you know, th- there's so many short articles, optimized articles, because they're they're quick and easy to do when you mm-hmm. get into the swing of it. But I found, and this is very true for social media, is that people love pages that have a visual element as well. You know, like I'll create a page with, you know, you can put a video in there, you can put photographs in there, you can put a slideshow in there, uh, you can put an infographic in there, you can put a comparison table, a diagram, a chart, some kind of visual element. Um, and that... I, I do that quite a bit anyway because it just makes a page immediately more interesting visually. And yeah, if yeah. I can get people to interact, like to watch the video or to clip through the slideshow um, or to watch an inter- interactive infographic, then, then that's fantastic because I've engaged them that much more deeply. And then they're more likely to read the text that I've written, which is underneath that. This is also, like I say, for, for social media, you're far more likely to be shared when there's some kind of visual element. It's like, oh, I'd love someone to see that. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if, if you're writing just content and you want it to be shared, it'd better be good. Right. I mean, it's really got to be, it's got to be a standout piece of content. If it's another blah, blah, kind of remix or rehash of information that people have come across elsewhere, then it's not worth sharing. Mm-hmm. Now, your article talks about writing for SEO or for SMO. And you also hit on a little bit that it's tough to actually write for both, okay? But I want to throw something at you. Right. What if I sit down and I say, hey, I'm going to write for SMO. But then when I'm done, I'm going to pick a keyword, right, That a keyword phrase. I'm going to go back and I'm going to look for specific things that I could swap out and just throw that keyword in there and it still makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Is that, yep. is that some way that I could combat that problem? It is. So long as you, you see, I think if you do that, if, if, if you optimize a page for social media, then go back and look for a keyword or key phrase. I think if you, if you do that every time, you start shoehorning stuff in that really doesn't work. Uh, mm-hmm. What I've done is, is I've optimized for social media, then I do a check. I think, you know, is there a keyword or phrase? You know, I'll, I'll use whatever, word tracker. And I'll see it as a keyword or phrase that would naturally fit into that. Oh, gotcha. If it's, if, gotcha. If it's a natural fit and it doesn't mess with, you know, like, like for instance, with a headline, you know, if, if, if I'm doing a headline specifically for the search engines, I'll not only try and put in, you know, I'll not only obviously put in the keyword, but I might also uh, try and work in some related phrases. Uh, I might try to, you know, I'll try to bring the keyword up early in the sentence 
so so there's quite you know SEO itself is quite demanding in terms of the words you choose and the structure of your of your headline. So when you also are thinking, okay, I'm going to do this for social media, I'm going to make it conversational, I'm going to make it now, I'm going to make it maybe a little quirky if I can, you know, it's very often very, very hard to do both things at once. So it's like I mentioned in the article, what ends up is you do a so-so job for both, Mm -hmm. uh, and it it doesn't work for either. So I do do, as you say, you know, know, I'll do it for social media if I've decided to optimize for social media. I'll do a quick check to see if there is a keyword or phrase that really naturally fits in and that I can do that without messing with any of the qualities that, I, that I've kind of put in place, right. uh, then for sure I'll do it. But if I think it's going to be a compromise, I don't do it. Because I know that you know, this afternoon or tomorrow or next week, I'll be doing some more pages which are 100% optimized for the search engines. Yeah, so it's okay on the same site to have, like some of your pages are going to be optimized for the bots, and other pages are going to be optimized for uh, the social media. And oh, absolutely. You're just, yeah, okay. And you're just going absolutely, to promote because the social media went, ones. Yeah, because you absolutely, I'll do both on the same site. Because what I want is for the search engine people to come to my site and think, hey, that was a great article or review or post or whatever it is. Yeah. And that they say, yeah, I'm going to follow this guy on Twitter. Or I'm, going to, you know, I'm going to be his friend on Facebook or whatever. Uh, I, I, I want to convert. You know, search engine rivals into my social media followers, and 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 the opposite is true. It's like some you know I get some someone through social media, and they you know they'll they'll read this short piece that I've written, um, you know, with some kind you know maybe it's got a chart or table or a slideshow, and I think oh that's great, and then they start looking at the rest of my site and they find my longer quality pages, which usually are found through search engines. So, yeah, I absolutely do both on each site um, and try to maximize the, you know, the retention of each visitor and, and get them interested in all the pages. Because mm. that's the other thing sometimes with search, when, you, when you're working with, if you don't do SEO well, you get a huge number, you know, you can track this in your analytics. You know, you get thousands of people coming into an entry page and nothing happens. They all leave from the same page. Mm-hmm. Well, the numbers look good, but the result isn't good. Because yeah. they're one-time right. visitors who never move, never do anything else on your site. I mean, the whole thing about a website is, and this is, you know, when I moved from direct response into the web, one of the attractions is that the web is the ultimate direct response medium. If people don't do something, you lose. At the very least, you want them to click to another page. You know, at best, you want them to sign up for a newsletter or download something or buy something. But if they do nothing, if they don't even click once, onto the next page, then it then it's wasted effort. Mm, gotcha, very so, good. So it all is, right. it's all direct response. Let's uh let's take another quick break here. I'm here with Nick Usman, the Usborn, sorry, the uh, content creator. And when we get back we're gonna talk a little bit about what it takes to actually get your page, your uh, website on the first page of Google. Give your bank account a boost. More traffic, leads, money, when we return. Our clients have earned over $1 billion. Now it's your turn. With over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches, ClickBank provides countless ways for any affiliate to make money 
You can promote any product immediately. No contracts required. Looking for recurring commissions? Upsell products? ClickBank's got them. And best of all, you can make up to 75% commissions. Ready to become the next ClickBank success story? Sign up now for free at ClickBank.com. If you're looking for a new multifaceted SEO and social media tool set, look for The Raven. Raven has the important tools that every internet marketer needs. Raven offers customized metrics for managing link building campaigns, social media campaigns, with campaign reporting and research tools that you can easily manage. Build up campaign performance for your clients and give your team the tools that will make them soar. If you want to increase your internet marketing revenue, look for The Raven. Go to raventools.com. That's raventools.com. This is a test of the PR Web content and news delivery system from PR Web and PRWebAuthor.com. If this was a real release date, your story would reach more than 30,000 journalists, 250,000 RSS subscribers, and just over 30,000 unique websites. PR Web can reach your target audience online, drive traffic to your website, achieve high rankings on search engines, and get your content on top news sites like Yahoo News. Editors are available 24-7 to help you optimize your content for maximum exposure to over 70 million people in the U.S. alone. If this were a real PR web release date, your website would have so much traffic, you'd be tempted to duck and cover. If you have an online marketing emergency, go to prwebauthor.com for 25% off. PR Web, the premier online news release and content distribution service. The Jerry Abram Show, Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Or on demand anytime inside the entertainment channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Time to drive more traffic. Leads. Money. Here's your host. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Traffic Leads Money. And my guest today, Nick Usborne with webcontentcafe.com. Uh, I got a really, this is the uh, million dollar question here for you, Nick. And I know this is going <laughs> to, this is going to vary a lot depending on the niche and the competitiveness, you know, of the keywords. Okay. But if I wanted to land on the first page of the SERPs, right, is there a general yeah. rule that you know of, of the amount of content really that my site needs to have? In, in terms of maybe number of articles or even like article length, what kind of things is, is Google really looking for? Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the trick, a, right? That's a, that's, that's a huge question. <laughs> um, you know, along with everyone else, I, I, I know what Google has published and what they want me to know and can only right. speculate on the finer points of their algorithms and, and what they may or may not do. Um, I think the, the number of pages is not critical. Okay. If you, if you write a website with 10 pages of good content mm-hmm. and get 50 links from authority domains pointing to right. those 10 pages, you'll do just fine. Yep, okay. That's, that's what I was wanting to hear you say right there because that's, that's going to excite my listeners, right? Because they don't want to have to do 5,000 pages of, right. of content. 
but it's in but in real life it's very difficult to write a ten page website that is so compelling that large authority sites with page ranks of seven, eight and nine right, right. will actually point to those pages. So so in a sense that's the ideal. Like wouldn't it be great if I could write a ten page website and have CNN point to me and the New York Times point to me and, and whatever. Um, but that would work for Google because they, they put huge emphasis on, on you know, links, inbound links from authority sites. They could care less about inbound links from rubbish sites. And a lot of people waste a lot of time trying to get those links. Um, so in my most successful sites of my own, I, I do a combination of the two. Um, and they, they generally do end up with large numbers of pages. You know, my most successful sites that do, they have hundreds of pages. No, I don't write them all in a week. I don't write them all in a year. Um, but I combine uh, a number of pages and, you know, all kinds of different keywords, uh, you know, the principal keywords I'm interested in, plus all the long-tail keywords that, that combined also bring in good traffic. But I also work very hard at getting inbound links from authority sites, sites that are, have a higher page rank than my own. Now, another little twist I can, I can add to that is, again, looking at my own sites and, and my own analytics and stuff and the, the numbers of people coming to pages, I have also found that if I write a page, and it doesn't have to be a principal keyword. I, I, I've done this with long-tail keywords. If I can create a page, and I'm thinking of one page in particular that I wrote, and when I wrote it, this may be 300 words of text. So it's a very short page, mm-hmm. but and it's not on a blog. But what I did, what what is on there, is the ability for people to comment. So there's a comment function, even though it's, you know it's a static web page. But I but I coded in uh, oh, the opportunity you. for feedback, and that page has generated probably over the last year 50 or 60 comments. Now I don't know the rules at Google, but I do know Google loves that page. Mm. And I'm pretty okay. sure they love it because there is so much interaction to it and that is always being added to. And it's not a static page of, you know, two or three hundred words. It's, it's being added to because people keep commenting and they keep adding, you know, and, it's, and this has been going on for about two years. You know, two or three times a week people will, will, will add to the page. Uh, so, so that, you know, when I talk to people about creating websites that generate traffic, I always say to them, try and make your website as interactive as possible. Allow people to participate. Uh, allow for user-generated content. Well, what's your, you know, what's your view on having the, uh, the blog platform or having the static page but doing something like what you, you know, why did you pick to do a static page and, well, and give the if, functionality? If I, you know, I, I started building this site about five years ago. If I was starting okay. it today, I'd just use WordPress. Oh, gotcha. But I okay. build it. I build it. Uh, you know, for, for it to be the same site, the blog wouldn't be on the homepage. But of course, with you know, with, with WordPress, you can create what appears to be a totally static web, a traditional website, but you can add the comment function at the end of every page. And of course, a page like that, where you are getting interaction, and people are saying, "I tried this and it didn't work." What do you think? Oh, I tried this and it did work. And someone else said, "Oh, yes, I tried that. It worked for me too." That is an absolute natural for social media. Okay. Um, so the way the web's going now with the growth in social media, I'm very much, you know, I still do the basic grunt work of SEO. It's still a fundamental part of the foundation for my sites. 
but I'm also paying more and more attention to the question is how, I can, how can I get this page shared? How can I make this page uh, interesting enough and shareable enough that people will say, oh, goodness, I've got, to, I've got to tweet that. I've got to put that on Facebook. I've got to tell my friends about that. I've got to text about it to my friend from my mobile phone. There are 5 billion mobile phones in service around the world. Um, you know, if you can get someone to send out a quick text saying, hey, you know, I was just listening to such and such, or I just went to this page, or I just heard this. You know, the, the, I think this is where the massive growth is going to come. And, 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 it's, and it's great, and, and it's probably easier for the little guy to leverage social media than it is for the big guy, because it is a conversation. It is people sharing with people, and, and big companies, however hard they try, could never quite fool us into thinking they're nice people. That, you know, we know they're big companies. We, yeah, we, know right. it's coming from their, we know it's coming from their PR department. So smaller companies and individual entrepreneurs have, have a really fundamental advantage when it comes to social media. The personal touch, right? Nick, buddy, thank you so much for joining me. We're running out of time. I got one more quick question for you. Okay. Think about this real hard because this is serious, okay? If you, could have, if you could have one superhero power, what would it be? <laughs> what kind of question is that? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I got to know. Oh, I think I just have the happiness power. The, <laughs> power to, the power to make myself happy and those that I love happy. Oh, that's fantastic, Nick. Listen. Uh, we, we are out of time. Special thanks to my guest, Nick Usborne. He has been fantastic. Special thanks to my producers also for making this show possible. And Nick, your website is, again, uh, Web, web Content, content Cafe. It's, you said at the beginning it's all free. That's not entirely true. There's, there's two layers. There's, there's, a, there's dozens and dozens of free articles. And then there's also a premium level where there is a monthly fee, but I, I post a new web content idea every day, five days a week. Uh, okay. so, so it's kind of mixed. Some of it's free, some of it's not. Yeah, gotcha. But, it, but it's, if anyone ever runs out of web content ideas, ideas for new pages, uh, then that's what I do. I publish a new idea every day. Fantastic. All right, and thank you, dear listener, for your attention and admiration. You've been listening to Traffic Leads Money. You can catch new episodes of Traffic Leads Money every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. You can also catch our past shows by going to webmasterradio.fm or look for our show on iTunes. I'm your host, Ken Walker, and we will be with you next week. 